What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. You can follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, which you should, uh, make sure to leave us a five-star rating. And keeping with our 2018 NFL Draft prospect interviews, today we have Jawel Davis of Bethune-Cookman. Jawel, I appreciate you taking time. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You played at one of my favorite programs to cover, right? Yeah, Bethune-Cookman, outstanding program, because I think you guys do a little bit of everything uh, offensively, and I just think you guys put a really good brand of football. First of all, uh, one of my favorite coaches is the head coach down there as well. I'm big fan of what he does and what he brings to the table, um, Mr. Terry Sims. But playing at Bethune-Cookman, how was that experience for you? It was a great experience. Uh, it was a family-oriented experience. Everything we did was like a family type of thing. Uh, we always got after it grind every day, practice each day and practice. So when game time came, it was just like another day of practice easy for us. It was a great experience. You know, it's HBCU, uh, great energy, uh, great times, fun times. But at the same time, we gathered and we worked every day. I could hear the happiness in your voice when you when you're talking about it, man. When uh-huh. when you talk about the, you know, the passion and the energy down there and playing in let's say the MEAC, uh, I think people don't really understand how unique and tough it is to play in the MEAC week to week. I mean, there's one week you guys can be in a playoff hunt, and then the next week you can be completely out of it, uh, just, just how the conference goes. But it also helps mold your game as a pro prospect. How tough is it to play in the MEAC, and how has playing in the MEAC helped you as a, as a pro player? Uh, it's, really, it's really tough to play in the MEAC because – like you said, one week you could be in the playoff hunt, one week you could be out of it. Uh, the MIAC molded me into a great player for the league because a lot of times we hit adversity. Uh, some weeks uh, we played, uh, we call it murder row. We played uh, North Carolina Central, A&T, South Carolina State, those, those teams. So it molded me to a great professional player now because the adversity we hit and how we, how we handle it and how we approach it and – also, the MIAC is just a – it's a fight every week. Uh, each week is not a it's not a get-off. So you have to go out there and give it your best and leave it out all in the field. One thing that's that's cool about playing in the MIAC and also, let's say, the SWAC is that you guys are going to throw the football a lot. So right. you you get you got a lot of experience. You've seen a lot of right. different coverages, man. Right. Um, 
so that that brings me to talking about the nuances of, of wide receiver play because I, I feel as though people think that oh anybody could go out there and just play receiver because you just got lined up and catch the ball but it's completely different and we know there's you know there's the, the flanker you're, you're split in your slot sometimes you may even have an inside a bigger slot receiver you know those receivers is probably right. one cheeseburger away from being a tight end anyway yeah. um but when you look at the wide receiver position let's just take it from this part uh why do you think people believe you guys' job are so easy, and how wrong is that statement? Because just like you said, uh, everybody thinks some, everybody go out there and, and run and catch the ball, but that's not the whole thing of playing receiver. You got to be able to know how to run routes, for one. For two, you know how to read the coverages, because they could throw out any coverage at you, and you got to learn how to get off the coverage, get off press, any type of coverage, and also get open. That's the main thing. You got to get open. So – a receiver is a playing receiver is a tough tough job, you know, because it's it's multitasking, and plus you got players on the defense side of the ball flying to come get your head, so it's not <laughs> an easy job. It's not an easy job. <laughs> Here's the other part too about it too, man. Everybody on the team think they could play receiver or quarterback easily. Uh, you got D linemen coming out there thinking, oh, I'm gonna just line up. I'm nice. I caught the ball in practice. I catch the ball in the game. Um, but when you look at, you know, the, the fact that you're 5'11", about 180, right? And instantly people will look at your size and say, oh, slot receiver. But you played on the outside a lot at Bethune-Cookman. You ate on the outside. You lived on the outside. Where do you see yourself best suiting um, to play at the next level? And also, uh, what are the differences of playing outside as opposed to in the slot? And why is size not a skill? I feel like in the league, I could play slot or outside. Um, I'm a I'm a big target. I'm like six foot, one ninety three. Uh, I lived on the outside in college because I could take the top off defenses. Also, a polished route runner. So, in Lee, I think I could play both. I think they see me as both too. But what's the what the difference is in in college? How 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 we ate and Peter defer is the slot. It's mainly for like quick guys, guys that's kind of quicker, quicker than the outside guys that get in and out across the middle of the field. It's not outside guys that stretch, stretch the field. But I was able to do both. And during my career, I ate at you know the outside and 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 had a lot of threat on a lot of teams that feared us coming to play us. So see you, that. You know what else they fear, man? They fear the receiver that that doesn't mind sacrificing his body for the reception. I've seen you routinely lay out for 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 passes you know that's that's something that's i'm 36 years old that that's something that is from my era when when guys really went out there and just balled out didn't care you know what was going on didn't want to look pretty and want to catch everything in stride but right. you you have an old school type game which is why i like what you bring to the table when, so. when you look at your position and take me through this whole process i'm that cornerback that's been drawn at you all game long right Talking trash. You, meanwhile, you got like 14 receptions on a day, but I'm still talking trash. I'm still a year, right? And I'm I'm up close on the line of scrimmage. I got safety help over top. How are you breaking that down to find yourself open? And remember, I'm an aggressive guy, so I'm a I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna try to get a jam on you, knowing I got safety help over top. How would you break that that you know bracket coverage down? Right. Uh, first off, I would do. I see him lined up. See him impressed, trying to um get a quick jam. First thing I do, I look at his feet, how his feet placement is. If I see his feet any type of distance, I could tell how he's going to lunge at me or how quick he's going to try to 
get his feet set, anything. So the first thing I would do, I know aggressive corner trying to get a quick launch. I get in my stance, look at my peripheral vision, see the safety over top. By the time I say the ball say height, I won't waste no time at the line with no feet trying to move him. I take a speed release right away. That will get him in a panic. Because the first movement he's going to try to do is lunge at me. Mm-hmm. So when I hit a speed release, he lunge at me, now he off balance. And I got him beat and trailed. So now I'm in the, I'm in the uh, right state of mind where I want to be, ahead of the head of the cornerback and in the corner safety is in my peripheral vision, so I can work on the safety safety leverage, and dot him up. It depends on the route, and get open for the ball because not a DB in trail. So the most thing he gonna do is try to try to ride my help or try to just run into me, and most likely he gonna drop up a PI flag. So. That's what I did most of the times because I got that coverage a lot during my career. Yeah, it's funny, man, because I, I played running back and and I did, I was talking to a linebacker before, and he was breaking down what you know he saw in let's say the backfield. Oh, here's what I I look at. And here's what tipped me off. I'm like, right. damn, I didn't realize you know I gave off that many keys. Just right. like you just broke down how a DB's alignment, like, let's say from his footwork. Like, oh yeah, he got a wide base. He gonna try to he gonna try to push my chest to the back of my right. my spine, right? right. And, um, but you you broke that down perfectly. I didn't realize there's so many different things. Almost like when you see an offensive lineman and you start to see the veins in their in their hands. Okay, they're about to run the ball because he's about to fire off the ball. Right. Um, but you see that on the back end. And when when you're in that route, the one thing that's also unique about your game is that you don't mind you 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 zone in on the ball. You're gonna right. take a hit, but you don't right. drop many passes. You know, at the catch point, what are you what are you focusing on and what are you seeing? D- does that come back to the drills that you, you go through in, in practice where you you know you focus on the point of the ball or what have you and, and catch it and don't worry about getting hit? Yes, sir. Always uh, go back to practice and we, the skills we learn, the skills I don't I have. Always throughout all my um career playing football, always was taught catch the ball first. <laughs> then you make your money after. So <laughs> Every time the ball went in the air, I wasn't worried about nothing around, nothing else around me. Just focusing on the ball and pluck it out of the air. So that's what I always did. You know, you're going back to to this to this very good program at Bethune Cookman, man. What right. what was it at Bethune Cookman that you know when you got there as a freshman that it, it kind of put you on the right track? Because quite as cup, Bethune has produced some solid pro players, guys that have played in the NFL. Uh, played up in Canada or, that are playing overseas. Bethune seems to have a good system in place to develop talent. What what did you go through there that helped prepare you for this opportunity? Uh, like I said, for us family oriented, I believe we are different than any other team in the country and how we run our program and how we handle situations and how we practice and perform. Uh, as soon as I got there as a true freshman, I learned how to work as a professional, because I believe that we work as professional, even though we're in college, we, we have a grind as if we in the NFL or on a, uh, the big, you know, big level, you know, we're a smaller school, we grind like we were one of the big time D1 schools. So as soon as I got there, I seen the way how to work. I seen the way how to practice. I seen how every day we go, we go about. So that molded me as a true freshman, because I played as a true freshman until the player that I was becoming. So... And I came in. It was a great. It was great. He got me on the right track. Yeah, I think that what what you guys are slogan is pray together. Yes, sir. You guys are wildcats, man. And <laughs> when you look at your game as a, as a as a whole, you know, and we talked about 
your your football IQ, your route running, your ability to to, to you know beat them with speed. Where do you feel as though your game right now is being vastly underrated? Oh, I'm a big time playmaker. Uh, I feel like last few seasons, you know, the statistics wasn't there because how we how it was handled with the offense, how we ran it, we was we was both dual threaded. So I feel like they knew the capability and how big of a threat that I am, but because the numbers were there, I think they, they underrated me a little bit. But they it was just for a moment of time, and then I, and they got back on track to understand how <laughs> <that> I am, <laughs> how big of a threat I am. So it was no big deal. Worked out for you, man. When, we, when you um look at all the stuff that you've been through uh, playing a game of football and uh, going through this whole process, I'm pretty sure you've learned a lot, man. What would you say is the biggest thing football has taught you? Uh, biggest thing football taught me is when stuff hits you hard in life, always keep going, always keep pushing, and work hard, never give up. Uh, football always taught me that throughout life, and that's my mentality. Always go get what you want and always work for it. That's my been my mentality since I started playing the game. So I would say that. Yeah, football is unique, man. I always ask this as a follow up because I always feel like it's it's crucial. Because when you think when you talk about the stuff that football taught you, would you say that had it not been for football, um, you may not have learned some of these lessons, or did football sort of help expedite that process pretty quickly for you? Yes, sir. I believe that uh, if it wasn't football, some lessons I would never have learned. Uh, I think football gets you molded for life, cycle of life. So I believe football showed me a lot of things that if I didn't play, I wouldn't have learned or have been able to took time for me to learn and, and follow that down the road in life. Yeah, it, football is just one of those unique you know, games that, that really translates to life more so than probably any of the sport. When, when you look at the, the pro game and you see how it's played and we talked about where you feel are your best suited to play, what are NFL teams getting when they bring in a Jawel Davis? All-around player, a team-oriented player that's going to do whatever to get a win for his team, that's going to do whatever on the field for his team and teammates. Uh, they're going to leave it out there every day, not only on the game day but from practice. I'm gonna go get her. We're gonna go get it. Pray together, man. I, I like I like that saying though, dude. I, I thought that was pretty dope when, when coach <laughs> told me that. But um, Joel, listen, people want to follow you on on this journey, want to keep in touch with what you got what you got going on and and follow your career. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Instagram, MySpace? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think they can follow me on Twitter at Joel Davis. My name, my that's my name. Uh, on, on Twitter, uh, my my Instagram name is show underscore time underscore seventeen, and my Facebook is also my name. So you, you them those on two three social media sites you can follow me on my name. So you saying you don't have a MySpace? No, nah, that's that, that's <laughs> a long time. <laughs> you know what's funny though? I, I like how you you kept your handle and stuff simple. You right. know because you know how it used to get back in the day when. When MySpace first started to come out, your name was never what you probably couldn't even say what your name was on it on this on this podcast, you know. Because <laughs> when I was in college, the internet was still kind of brand new, and right. everybody had these hotmail accounts, and right. it was chaos. So, 
<laughs> I appreciate that you have your name as your handle on all your social medias. But you will. It was fun talking to you, man. We wish you the best of luck moving forward. And, and thank you for taking the time. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me.